It's like when you buy a dozen eggs, that many eggs is the number of podcasts that we've done. Yeah. Wow. In fact, Amazing. actually, it's going to be more than a dozen. Is it? By the end of this, because we're, we're recording two podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. Um, I'm, I'm in Edinburgh next week doing my half marathon, so we're both fucking knackered. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite late. And uh, we're recording two podcasts at once because we're troopers. Damn right. We're committed to the we, cause. We know we're missing out next week, so we're doing it now. Otherwise, it'd be just me talking on my own. And if I'm on my own jabbering on, I'd probably end up sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> just just being a proper miserable bastard. So <laughs> you're the into my young Martin. Um, it's been a pretty busy week, uh, news-wise. I've got some good stuff. It, before, it does, it does. Before we start, I want to go back to something that I mentioned, I don't know how many podcasts ago, that we seem to have been putting off. Um, we started, we got sent all that stuff from Garswood Post Office. Go there. Go Garswood Post Office. Go there. Garswood, it's sort of Lancashire side of Merseyside. I don't want to say it's Merseyside because it sounds too far from people in Lancashire. It's near Wigan. They sell, N- near Wigan. They sell stamps. They, <laughs> they sell more than stamps. They, they, they sell excellency. It's pure excellency <laughs> when you go to Garswood Post Office. You're paying for the customer service. Actually, I feel like a prick because we didn't mention guys with post office last week. Oh, uh, oh shit. In fact, speaking of sponsors, uh, just a second. I got, I got a, a Kit Kat Chunky. This is, I'm working an angle with, with Nestle. I think that you're going in the same direction that I was about to go into. <laughs> they, they can't ignore me forever. <laughs> mm, hey, look at this, mate. And I, I went to the store and for a very competitive price, I was able to buy a Kit Kat Chunky with peanut butter inside it. A competitive price? A very wow. competitive price. So, like, th- this looks more appetising than other chocolate bears of the same nature. No, because I'm thinking that, I was about to say, right, we did. We started this thing, we got sent loads of stuff by Garswood Post Office. In there was a couple of stamps, mm. and we decided we were going to have a competition where we tried to get as much free shit as possible with that one second class stamp. And we've not really gone back to it yet, so... I can see what you're doing, trying to plug Nestle, because I'm guessing that's what... I'm not trying to plug Nestle. I'm eating this Kit Kat Chunky with peanut butter, and I'm telling you right now, I'm having a chock-gasm in my mouth. (laughs) I'm guessing that that's the direction you're going in, and I don't want them to send you free shit, because then I'll lose our competition. (laughs) So I want to remind people of that story where Kit Kat Chunkies had plastic in them. (laughs) For fuck's sake, man. (laughs) You've just ruined my whole angle. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm writing, I've written my letter... I'm mm-hmm. going to send it tomorrow. I'll read it out to you now. I'm sending it to Jelly Belly Gourmet Jelly Beans. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
Go on. Uh, who were plugging all the way through one of the other podcasts a few weeks ago. Oh, so yeah. you can't sabotage that now because I've already said how nice they are. Oh, shit. Ha. Yeah, God, I was talking about how they're bursting with flavour as well. <laughs> I've really helped you with that shit. Um, so here we go. Uh, Dear Mr. Slash Mrs. Jelly Belly Gourmet Jelly Beans. You don't know me, but my name is Martin, and I am the host of probably the most popular podcast to ever be produced in the Gilnor area of Bolton, the Quite Geist Podcast. I am currently involved in a bitter contest with my co-host and arch-nemesis, Des, the rules of which are as follows. Each of us has one second-class stamp and an envelope, and using them we are competing to see who can get the best freebies. As we have only one stamp, we only have one chance, and have to target, uh, have to target our attempt carefully. I've chosen your company to use my one second class stamp because I love your jelly beans and I really want some free ones. I also suffer most days from a debilitating lack of jelly beans and only you can cure me of this crippling affliction. In return for your kindness, in the episode of the Quite Guys podcast after I get your reply, I will not allow five minutes to go by without plugging your excellent product relentlessly. There are 7 billion people in the world, so our podcast has a huge potential audience. (laughs) And that's before we even factor in extraterrestrial life. We, we could be the step. We could be the stepping stone your product needs to finally break into the Martian demographic. In all seriousness, I'm a huge fan of your product and really don't want to lose to Des. He is not a good person. Help a guy out. Yours sincerely, Martin. <laughs> if they don't send me some free mine is jelly very beans, much, mine is very much of that same sort of content. If they don't send me some free jelly beans from that, I'm going to be very upset. This isn't a steak. Why would you call it that on your menu? I don't know what to tell you, man. Just give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Wait, wait. I worry what you just heard was, give me a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was, give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Do you understand? The news. The news! The news! Yeah, yeah, we'll step into the news. It has been an eventful week in the news. What have you got? Right, I, I, I actually saved loads of stuff and I'm having trouble finding where I've put it in this. This is what happens when you reorganise stuff. Your phone's fucked, isn't it? My phone is a little bit fucked, by the way, yeah. Like, only half, I've got an iPhone and only half of my screen's touch sensitivity works. Unless I flip it on its side, and those apps where I can flip it on its side, I can the touch screen works normally. You can imagine this is a bit of a pain in the ass to, to work around right now. You have such bad luck with phones, though. That This is the second time that you've broken the screen on your iPhone. It is. Never happened once to me. I know. I'm, I'm very accident-prone with it. My phone's quite battle-scarred, but nothing nothing major. M- mine's like a, the Game of Thrones scars, man. <laughs> right, right, okay, we'll jump in with new, UKIP news. Oh, do we have to? Yeah, you love <laughs> Nigel Farage. Maybe I should send a letter to UKIP saying, look, we talk about you every week. <laughs> like, not in a good way, but... Yeah, the UKIP leader's been to Scotland. Yeah, yeah, that went down well. <laughs> it went down fantastically well. Got home and, like, got home and put radio on. And it was like, yes. <laughs> like UKIP in Scotland. Because you never hear about UKIP in Scotland in the same sentence. Yeah. He, he went up there and he's been heckled and shouted at. <laughs> People saying UKIP scum and all this. Yeah, like, racist know. scum. Yeah, yeah. Cause, I, cause, I was watching it on the news. One dude, he was like walking past one dude. And one dude was like, immigrants are welcome here. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but did you hear... Like so, so he had he had to get a police escort to get out of there. <clears throat> yeah, because he was just sort of trapped in this taxi while loads of people were just surrounding it, like shouting at him. And um, 
So he's left and, and then called them fascist scum. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The leader of UKIP. He said that it's all based on a desire to burn the Union Jack. Yeah, yeah. Saying no, that, you know, he's accusing them of racism and yeah. anti-Englishism. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a good, he's like a real life Alan Partridge, this yeah. UKIP guy. Like, I'm, I'm starting to like him in... In the sense that he should never be taken seriously. No. But what a funny character that is. <laughs> like, I'm starting to think of him like that. Because the next day, he was on an interview um, with BBC Scotland. Yeah. And the guy was saying, and what... Like, the guy really... You know, some interviewers can ask a provocative question and be a bit of a prick. Yeah. Like, I don't like it when they do that. But this guy wasn't being like that. This uh, BBC Scotland, yeah. you know, representative. He's he, talking to uh, Nigel Farage. And he said... Uh, um, Farage. For, Nigel Farage. <laughs> Nigel Farage. I, uh, Nigel like, Farage having a fag and drinking a pint. <laughs> he's all like um, big on, you know, Englishness and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. Trying to be like a common guy. Farage. Is it, Farage. Like, <laughs> yeah, Farage. That's, that's a bit more down working class. <laughs> yeah, sorry, carry on. No, no, he was having this interview and the guy asked him, um, like, what do you make of the fact that UKIP, you know, well received in Scotland... You have to, you know, it was basically that sort of wording. And Nigel Farage. Nigel Farage. Nigel Farage. He said, I'm getting the same sort of host- hostility here as I met was met with yesterday. This interview is over. Bye. Put <laughs> <laughs> down. That's the thing, though, isn't it? Anybody who challenges him. Yeah. He just, because nobody's challenging him, really, on UK TV, are they? No. They're just letting him off free fucking red. I just love the way he went to Scotland and there's just, they're not, yo, I know Scot- like quite a lot of Scottish people. They don't take this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like England seems to be putting up with this shit to an extent. Well, England is a more. There's no conservatives in Scotland, is it? I no, think that that's no. a large part of why Scotland. A lot of people in Scotland are looking for independence because they just want to fucking turf the Tories out. They never want to have yeah. the Tories ruling them. <laughs> they don't yeah, want the Tories ruling them, but I don't think they want out. I, I reckon that whole thing will end up being a whitewash. I think it's going to be close, me. I, I don't think it'll be too close to raise further questions. I think uh, it's going to be really close. I mean, the the Scottish Nationalist Party won, saying we're going to have a referendum on in our right of, you know, so they, they won, obviously has some quite a lot of support. They won. I think that was from being a tiny party. From I think that they were actually sort of like a UKIP sized party, quite yeah. recently. I might yeah. be making that up. I'm pretty no, sure about the whole thing. I I, I think. You're right, on instance, <laughs> I think you're right with that, yeah. But, um, I don't know, I think they were voted for more as a sort of, again, not Scottish, but I think they were voted more as a sort of rebellion against Westminster politics, mm. as usual. But, I don't think, I don't know, the feeling I get is that they're not going to vote in the, like for independence. Um, and I don't think with the EU speaking of you know voting in or out this EU referendum thing I don't think many people really care or know much about what that would mean or I think to uh, I think I if, if that went to vote people wouldn't want to like leave Europe I reckon everyone would be like no we'll I think I think you're wrong actually keep I, it as it is I, I think most people wouldn't want to leave Europe I think there's an element of um, then again of... I think only people who would want to leave would bother voting yeah I think there's an element of xenophobia involved, isn't there? Like, politicians are stirring it up. and The the argument Nigel Farage always coughs up... Farage. Nigel Farage always coughs up. 
from his massive mouth that takes up <laughs> yeah off. yeah from his comic from his sort of comical mouth his huge semicircle mouth that takes up half his face yeah in fact jo, 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 come election period come election season <clears throat> I'm gonna set my Facebook profile picture as that picture of him getting out of that plane <laughs> that, that crashed hilarious picture I'm gonna make that my profile picture during political season but um I forgot what I was saying <laughs> In, in Europe now, we've got a new thing. The European Union. 500 million people, 200 languages. No one's got a clue what they're saying to each other. But it's the cutting edge of politics in a very extraordinarily boring way. Because 15 diff- we've got 15 different countries in the European Union at the moment, and trying to get them to decide anything is a little bit... Well, 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 just, oh, no, back up. You, oh, you're in, I'm with, oh, you're with him? I'm, you know. For 18 years, we had a government in Britain who was a right-wing government, and their policy towards Europe was one of... No, 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 I can't... <laughs> Britain needs to be in the driving seat of Europe, in the driving seat, or in the passenger seat. That's pretty good, you know, because then you can take a sleep for a bit. Are we there? Yes? You know. Uh, at the moment, Britain isn't even in the European car. We're outside the car, at the traffic lights, going, we're going to clean your window. Eddie Izzard is seeking um, to become the London candidate for mayor. Really? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Eddie Izzard versus Boris Johnson. I love Eddie. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I vote Eddie. You know, I made Eddie Izzard, though. Yeah. He's a very um, ardent Labour supporter. He is did, it? Yeah, he did, the, um, like, he did the ads for the last election, didn't he? He did yeah. lots of ads. I just think, right. This is a fucking marathoning bastard, is it? I thought he was a marathoning motherfucker. <laughs> and, you know, you, you, you could say it's not really fair to put, so, you know, how someone will run a country or a, you know, s- city like London based on the fact that they run marathons. But I think someone who's got what it takes to do, what is it? He did now 44 marathons in 52 days or something, something like crazy that. crazy like that, yeah. 40, and. and Plus, he's, a vet. he's just done and it's coming out on TV soon. He's doing 27 marathons in 27 days in Africa. Yeah. And, like, the, I have never known fucking determination like I know, that. Yeah. I can't imagine what it would take to do something like that. Plus, he's a very intelligent man. He is. He like, knows, the, the more I've watched his interviews and stuff, and the more I've watched about, you know, not just the fact that he dresses as a woman and does a bit of stand up. Yeah. You know, the more I see about him as a person, the more I think this guy's a fucking legend. Mm. Like, I re- you know, this guy doesn't say much like I ever think what. You know yeah. what I mean? He seems to be on the bottom of everything he's saying. I mean, the fact is... He's a cool as fuck guy. Eddie is out for mayor. Yeah. That would be awesome. He's not, he's not secured the um, candidacy yet, but he's going for it. Yeah. He's really he's proper going for it, and I reckon it's yeah. probably going to happen. Um, I mean, will. the fact that he's a celebrity... Boris Johnson got to London Mayor because not. he was a celebrity, really, didn't he? You yeah. know, he'd been doing Have yeah. I Got News for you for years and building up that sort of reputation, and that's the reason why he was popular enough to get to be mayor. So, yeah. you know, it's um, no, the same sort of thing, really. Any politician uses publicity where they can yeah. every fucking day. So, you know, yeah, damn right. And he's pushing it while his marathon thing's coming on. Yeah. Yeah. Gets his name out there. What are you saying? You don't ever get, you know fucking throw your face around telling him want to get out yeah. there don't be fucking you know that's the game so yeah I thought that was it, pretty it just shows he's, he's up for playing the game so every fucking credit no I've, I've every it's weird that because there's not many people that I thought no I'd rather have them than Boris Johnson but yeah. Eddie is I'd, yeah I'd fucking take that well they need somebody who's a bit of a personality don't they because yeah. Boris Johnson's got that going for him I don't know maybe he's London May for sort of one or two terms by that point he's 
you know, sort of well involved politically. It's going to be a battle. And he's had Labour leadership. Imagine yeah, that in the future. Know. Imagine that. Know. I'd be a fucking staunch Labour <laughs> follower. Um, I don't know. It's a worrying trend in a way, though, isn't it? It's sort of the cult of personality. Because yeah. you don't know, really. I know that. I've seen some like stuff where Eddie Izzard's talking about politics, and I liked what he was saying, but you don't really in depth know what he believes. No. But it's the fact that his Eddie Izzard makes you think that you want to vote for him. And yeah. That's sort of worrying, I think. You, it shouldn't be about what people... You've said it before about Ed Miliband. It shouldn't be sort of what he looks like and he looks weird yeah. and that sort of thing. It should be what he, he believes and you know yeah. what he's really pushing for, what he's in politics for. Yeah. Because, I mean, so. if you imagine, if, if you ever ask a politician, what are you in politics for, what do you believe, they'll just spew off this script, you know, yeah. of, of things that you can't argue with. You know, what are you going to say? You're not up for the NHS? You know, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, it's... You're only going to get... Fi- you're only going to get told what they... It's a trust thing. Mm. So if there are things about a certain person's character, it's trust as much as anything. Because yeah. anyone can lie. So it, you can see why it is a bit of a personality contest. If it's not someone that you reckon you can trust, then I think Eddie is a, Eddie's the sort of person who's actually built up a, a bit of trust with... Yeah. I don't know, someone who's a, a comic as well just shows that they've got a certain sense of humour and a, a certain understand the realism about the world because I think comedians have to yeah. sort of be in touch with the real world and how things are on a sort of down to earth level Yeah, comedians have that sort of quality about them. and that's why everyone especially the sort of young generation take the comedians seriously and the politicians as a joke yeah. which is like a you know it's a, 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 I've not made up that phrase you know what I mean that's been banded around a bit and it's because comedians sort of can relate on a real level Mm. So and then he is uh, that you know he's a product of that and he's been I'm doing just, it for years. I'm really looking forward to that. I, campaign. I, I am. I'm I think that's totally going to be a battle. That because Boris Johnson is very popular, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he is. That is very popular. Yeah, yeah, I just no. think that's going to be a really interesting battle. Yeah, that'll be a fucking a doozy. I that. really hope it happens. I hope I mean, it happens. I it's hope early it days. We're we'll get, getting ahead of ourselves. I just read it that he's seeking to yeah. be the candidate, um, but I do think it'll happen. I can't see why they would say no. Yeah, it'd be stupid to say no. God, we we do predict the future on quite guys because I'm right. sure in like episode two or three we were saying like <coughs> we were saying <coughs> something to that effect of you know um, I think it was who challenged Boris Johnson or something and I was saying what celebrities could possibly oh, like, yeah, and I said yeah, Stephen yeah. like Stephen Fry's a yeah. celebrity who could potentially yeah. do this I didn't predict Eddie is there but he is another. We're, we are predicting It's sort of a dark horse, isn't it? Because but we're capturing the quiet geist of the nation. Yeah, yet see, again. see we, we were on this subject fucking weeks ago, and there you go. It's people. Silent Green is made out of people. Silent Green. Silent Green up there. <laughs> Cue soundbite. Listen to me, Hatcher. You gotta tell him. Silent Green is it's just this article that I found. Um, ten gross ingredients you didn't know were in your food, which I thought were pretty interesting along, and along cool. those lines. Um, I won't go through them all because it'll take ages, but um, human hair. Uh, there's this like additive um, for food, yeah. which comes from human hair. It's called L-cysteine. Um, an amino acid used to prolong shelf life in products uh, such as commercial bread um, 
it's found in duck and chicken feathers and cow horns, but most of it that's used in food comes from human hair. Um, it says particularly McDonald's and Burger King use it as an additive. So if you're eating McDonald's or Burger King, you're eating human hair. <laughs> and oh yeah, um, what else? Beaver anal glands. <laughs> Beaver anal glands. Yeah. If you're eating vanilla, strawberry, or raspberry ice cream, you may just be eating beavers' anal and urine secretions. Castorium, which comes from the castor sacs of male and female beavers, is an FDA-approved food additive popular in ice creams. <laughs> and uh, it's it's allowed to be class, classed as natural flavouring. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, you know, else? the food industry is as warped as the banking industry. <laughs> like, and it's just... Topsy turvy internal way. It's like what the fuck? We have no idea what we're eating. <laughs> like we put so much faith into what we go out and buy. Because unless you go to a, like a local butcher's or something, you know, unless like you live in the nineteen sixties, you have no idea what you're putting in you. Yeah, really no idea. You you couldn't say what country that's from. There's um. That like well-known one as well. It went around as when we were kids, didn't it? Like the certain colours of Smarties that are made from beetle shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's only a natural red number four is what it's called, um, but it's actually made from boiled beetle shells. <laughs> Don't bother me. I was talking about yeah. eating insects last week. Um, rodent hair. Uh, apparently, in a, um, in America, the Food Standards Agency or whatever it's called um, has a level at which you're allowed to have rodent hair in food and they call it an unavoidable defect. So, so there's, you know, we were saying like, if it's 1% horse meat in this food, then yeah. it's, yeah, fuck it, it's fine, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's like, it's sort of like that. It's just like uh, 22 rodent hairs for every 100 grams of cinnamon, five rodent hairs for every 18 ounce jar of peanut butter, um, one rodent hair for every 100 grams of chocolate. <laughs> that is fine, whatever. <laughs> just a bit of rodent hair. Yeah, it's a bit of a, <laughs> A bit worrying when you look into because I bet they've got wards of stuff where they'll allow up to one percent. Yeah, it. I bet there's loads of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like they'll allow one like so the thing could be forty nine percent shit, but all the shit is in tiny quantities yeah. of each bit of shit. But um, yeah, basically it was just when I was reading it, human hair, <laughs> silent greenest people. Stay calm, stay calm. I'm a relatively respectable citizen, multiple felon perhaps, but. Certainly not dangerous. What else have we got? Right. Well, the big one. The the one that could really be massive. Yeah. Petrol price fixing. Oh, yeah. Have you seen about that? Well, not really, no, because I don't drive. It's, Go on. No, it's, it's been on the news a bit now. Yeah. Um, been on the last few days. But it's thought that the major oil companies, like the fuel companies, have been price fixing in exactly the same way the banks did. Right. For years, globally. Like, so that's, that's a pretty big and deal. There was someone like a head of petrol commission or whatever talking, saying like, you know, if that's true, yeah, like, if it's true in all its context, there, then the amount of money like sort of scandaled out of the you know working like just normal people, yeah, is much higher than the banks did, like miles yeah. higher because it's fuel every you know, it's, yeah. It's fuel and oil. Like, how much fucking wars and stuff are fought over that? 
and apparently they've been fixing prices in the same way the banks did. Is anyone going to do anything about it, do you reckon? How the fuck do you do anything about that? But the They're thing is, powerful, ev- everyone's known, everyone has known for years that we're being fucked on the price yeah. of fuel. Like It was less than a quid for fuel when I first started driving. I mean, not just for uh, petrol, like everybody knows it with gas and electric. Yeah. Well, it, not necessarily exactly, because as it's, much. It, but it's not just fuel and oil, it, it spills into you know energy, yeah. anything that they're involved in. Yeah. There's been price fixing, you know, within that industry by the the top bods of that industry, which is probably why no one else has been able to come in as like an alternative supplier. Like you know, like have you heard of? I think it's Ting mm. in America. I hear it on podcasts like they're always sponsored by Ting. Yeah, it's like a phone network that isn't a contract. Like it's a contract, but you can cancel at any time. Yeah, and the only like you'll be on a sort of tariff, and if say like you have at six hundred minutes. Of, a month and that's what you're paying for and you're only ever using 100 it downgrades your contract and offsets your next bill for what you've overpaid cool <laughs> and you can cancel at any time yeah like it's it's a sort of thing it's an you know what i mean it's it's competing with the major players but on a sort of what people really want level yeah like it doesn't take the piss out of you because like, you know, with gym memberships or anything, you could not go gym for four years and they'll fucking still love billing you for it. Yeah, they won't yeah, yeah. know how, it, if you're not attending or anything, yeah. and then offer, like, a lighter... You know what I mean? But, like, Ting's a company that does that, which is, like, sounds really cool. Um, no oil company's been able to do that, like, no. something like that, and it's probably because all these are, are price fit, because I've heard mentioned a few times over the years... I mean, I were reading like, that, that there's not been a, an emerging sort of competitor with... Like, everyone just sort of takes it. Yeah, you can't do anything else, can you? Like, no. Like, if they wanted, they could charge 10 quid for a litre of petrol. What are you going to do? I not were, buy petrol? I was reading something the other day. I think it might be British Gas. They've made, like, um... They've made record profits. Um, I fucking bet from, they from the, like, cold snap. Yeah. They've made shitloads of money off that, and it's been really good from... And one of the... Someone who works for him was, I think it was British Gas, but I'm not 100% sure. Someone who works for him um, was interviewed and um, this, they said like, uh, we're going to we're gonna avoid putting off um, putting up prices for as long as we can. It's like, wait a minute, you've just made record profits. Yeah. Why are you even considering putting up prices? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense what you're saying. Like, exactly. You you we're at the mercy. The, like, we're totally at the mercy. It's the way that the companies who are publicly owned work as well. You can't expect to always increase profits on the year before. Yeah. It's an unrealistic expectation. Especially, Especially if you're when recession. your profits are huge. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Why, like, why does it need to be keep going up and up? It's like, like a fucking disease. Well into the billions. It's an epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> if, if an alien race were looking at us, they'd, they'd be scratching their head thinking, what the fuck are these guys doing? Do you accept the challenge for a rematch with Balboa? I reject the challenge because Balboa is no challenge. But I'd be more than happy to beat up on him some more. I always said he was nothing. When will the match take place? The sooner the better. I'm the champion of the world. Ain't nothing can be done about that. I can't be beat. And I won't be beat. This time I'm going to train even harder. There won't be no quick knockdowns. I'm going to torture him. I'm going to crucify him real bad. Hard words from a hard man. My favourite headline of the week. I've got nothing at all to say on the story. Go on. Justin Bieber has 24 hours to get his monkey out of German customs or it's going to a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brilliant headline. I don't I don't give a fuck about the story. Well, yeah, apparently he's trying to get a monkey into Germany just sort of thinking, what 
Why can't I bring my monkey with me? I'm liking where this is going with Justin Bieber, to be honest. But I like my celebrities to be fucking nuts. Yeah. That's why I, I think that Kanye West is good value for money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's, he's a prick, but I want my celebrities to be that way. <laughs> yeah. Well... I'd rather they were like that than like fucking... It, it, I don't know. It's like he's trying to be the next Michael Jackson. He's yeah. got a sort of unhealthy connection with a monkey. <laughs> Bieber news. Bieber news. Moving on from Bieber. Yeah. They've uh, made a significant advance in um, human cloning. <laughs> Hell yeah, they have. Yeah. Hell yeah, they have. This, this is the only podcast that can move from Justin Bieber to human cloning. Right. I'm I, I watching, um, I think it was on one show, someone were talking about, like they had a person talking about cloning, saying, you know, we could clone a mammoth, never a saber-toothed tiger. What, really? Yeah, absolutely. No way. Like, in the same way Dolly the Sheep was made. Jurassic Park. Exactly. Like... Like, they full-on... Well, no, they couldn't make Jurassic Park because there's nothing closer related to them that, they, you know, that could give birth to dinosaurs. Yeah, and it's copyrighted by Spielberg. Yeah, so. Spiel, Spielberg owns the rights on dinosaurs. He won't allow it. Well, I don't think so, any because they're growing eggs. But, no, I'm pretty sure they can't do it with dinosaurs. But, like, Woolly Mammoths, where they've got a close living ancestor... Yeah. You know, that's genetically, you know, compatible. Because uh, an elephant would give birth to a mammoth, and I think they've just... Um, a tiger or a lion or something would give birth to a saber-toothed cat but they totally could do and it's the same with with humans humans are just another species yeah like, there's no reason to say they couldn't clone them well they're not there yet but they've um i've just deleted the article but it's embryonic stem cells they've figured out ways to um clone them so it's like a, a really big step in yeah. being able to actually clone a human they're not yeah. quite there yet but it, there's, eventually there's going to be an exponential um like discovery rate and if yeah. you get into that point now then yeah. everything's going to fall in place pretty soon we, we live like that's a good word for it that because we live in the time of the exponentials yeah like so much has sort of you know in the way that we live has skyrocketed even in our like, own lifetimes yeah. like the way society lives we don't yeah. even really know like, it, I could yeah. just grab something out of my pocket my phone and just find out something that's happening in China yeah or in a particular town in Russia, yeah. just go on that particular town. Find out what's going on in a particular town in Russia. Well, let's find out. Let's find, you do it because my phone's a bit fucked. I can't think of any. T- what's the name of a town in Russia? Well, I'll tell you what. Just go on Google Maps, scroll in, find a town, find <laughs> its name. See what I mean? You, but you can do this just while we're, while I'm talking right now, and that would have been completely impossible, impossible, fifteen years ago. Right, like um, pretty much, unless you went to libraries and all this stuff, and it, you know, it would have been. You'd have had to have had a. An, a very good reason to want to find it all out because it takes so much effort. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're in the time of the exponentials. We do, we don't even notice that it's happening, but yeah, we're, we're cloning and stuff. I think the idea with that is, say you've got a chunk of your arm missing, you can use in stem cell technology. They can just clone the rest of your arm as it was and just rebuild your arm. Yeah, like I think it'll get to the point where humans will be pretty fucking indestructible. I've just googled. Um just to demonstrate what is happening in Moscow on June 25th, 2013. <laughs> yeah. I've not actually found anything, to be honest. But it came up with um, a video saying UFO over Russia, um, <laughs> June 25th, 2012. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, but I didn't watch it. Well, there you go. Google's well, that's the thing. You can find that sort of thing out. And if you Google the right thing. If you Google the right thing. Yeah. Well, you know, if you've got to, obviously, you're not going to say, oh, I'll just find something random. So who would you clone? Who should be the first person who is cloned? Well, that's the thing. I don't think it... Like, you could get you and make a duplicate of you. No, I don't no. think it means in that way. Oh, disappointing. Which, which is a bit good. I mean, I'd love to just have another me, though. It'd be awesome. Yeah. 
and just fight my. I'd want to fight myself. No, it'd be an evil you, wouldn't it? Clearly, have you I, ever seen? Have you ever seen a sci-fi film? No, I just want us to put like boxing gloves on and just go fight in my own town. Just watching <laughs> never-ending. Yeah, fight. just come. Neither of you we're, can win. The, we're at an even par, yeah, so we just it's you know it's like a neither unstoppable object in the unmovable force. But you could like, um, but you could make clones to do battle. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next big like battles to the death What's with your that? own clones everybody like rich people millionaires clone themselves and then there's this big like blood sport <laughs> of clones fighting to the death and it's not that unethical is it because you you paid for them hello you've reached Alan Rickman at 555-0122 please leave a message at the beep Hello, Alan Rickman. It's Alan Rickman. Reminding you to move the pork chops from the freezer to the refrigerator so they defrost properly. Do not disappoint me. Hello. You've reached Alan Rickman at 555-0122. Please leave a message at the beep. Alan. It's me again. Remember that turtle joke for the party. <laughs> Is Google evil? Yeah. Have you have you heard about the thing with the politician um, calling in Google? Um, over taxes. Yeah, over tax and, yeah. and saying basically you are evil. Yeah, you're evil. You're, you're not paying tax. You know, you you're just doing the big corporate thing. I've been looking into it and, and it's paying fuck all. The fuck use of the word evil. Per minimum tax. The use of the word evil is like it's like caused a bit of a stir. Mm. But looking into it, it's actually it's a play on words because Google's slogan when they launched was "Do no evil." That was like their corporate oh, slogan. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So in saying that, she was like, "You are doing evil." Yeah. Like it was like a play on that yeah. slogan. Yeah, otherwise it would be inappropriate. But yeah, yeah, well, I don't know. It's good to see a politician just yeah expressing what they feel in the words that yeah. like. But um, I don't know. I don't like politicians getting into morality too much. Well, no, I think they. I don't mind them straying into morality as long as they. They think the thing is, uh, is are they evil? Are they not evil? I don't. I don't know. But are they doing something illegal? And if not, then change the law. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. It's your job to yeah. fix that because they're paying the If they're doing them. something illegal, then, then charge them with a crime. And if they aren't, then yeah. charge the law so that you can charge them with a crime if they do it again. Yeah, because, I mean, you can bitch at companies like Starbucks and that not paying the taxes and all this. But you know what? There's a guy at head office, you know, head management, and he's just got all the numbers down and you can see that the tax system's there. You can either pay this much of your profits or you can pay this much of your profits that's less you get more money there's a guy doing the books that adds up yeah you know they, they, that country has that system in place they say that um, you know we can't moan about it when it's the law they can, they're can. they not breaking the law are they they say that if they change the law there'd be another loophole so just put in the law don't avoid tax <laughs> yeah like don't I'll don't tell you what when, when you're putting in a new law keep out loopholes yeah you know it's it's not impossible. Like that's another thing we just let roll on by us. Like we, we yeah. don't pay any attention to. Spend all this time mourning about benefit cheats. If it were a little company, mourn about fucking high end benefit cheats. If it were a little company, like say you when you run your bike shop, if you didn't pay your tax the way that you were in, you had to do, 
You're they would not be threatening to come yeah. down and take your stock. Exactly. Fucking and yet they, they, they did that Amazon. three months after we opened the fucking bastards. Amazon paid three million of tax on four billion of sales. Yeah. How does that work? <laughs> Doesn't make any it's sense. It's legal. So uh, are, yeah. are they to blame? Pro- not really. You know, I know in a way they're not. Really, in a way they're not. They're, they're not breaking the law. Do you, I mean, politicians need to change the law, but is it, the, is it the, just going to come down to consumer power? If you stop well, shopping at Starbucks and make it clear that it's because of the tax that they're paying, then they'll have to change to get it back, won't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's another thing. People power. The internet might bring away, because we're in the baby days of the internet, that might bring forth people power. Yeah. Because everyone can voice the concerns together and say, this is bullshit. Because, I mean, you've had the sort of Wall Street process. That might be just the start of a yeah of a bigger movement. It seems to have died down a bit, but... I'm just... Again, I'd say, like, I don't. I don't think it's avoidable, but I always get a bit leery with politicians getting into morality and ethics and stuff like that because it's all so subjective. Yeah. I mean, it was seen as like immoral by politicians. To the homosexuality was seen as immoral and unethical. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's them getting into that. It's such yeah. a grey area. It, yeah. If you want to talk morality, you voted for this and that, yeah. this, that, and the other. You know. Um, so. It, that just shows your morality isn't quite what I want, so you're having a problem with this, sort of. Just get to the facts of it. Is it illegal? If not, make it illegal. Yeah. And then they can't do it anymore, and if they do, charge them with something. Yeah. It's, that's, that's that. That's that. That's yeah, that's that. that. Moving on. <laughs> Tell you, we're setting the world straight. Yeah, exactly. Listen, let's get down to brass tacks here. How much for the eight? I'm watching this thing about um, farmers... Ron Al Jazeera talking about yeah. UK farmers like he had this you, you know half hour UK bit so I was like oh go on and it was really good um, like sort of props to farmers yeah because <laughs> the thing is shout out to farmers shout out to farmers quite guys shouting out to the farmers shout, out, shout out to the farmers word farmers word because you're always passing farms and shit yeah and the thing is then people have to graph their like, it's ultra graft farming and it's sort of it is yeah it's living work like yeah. you have to live in yeah as you're doing it and you don't exactly get paid a fucking fortune for it no but they're so needed yeah they are so needed like they had this um joker's long winter and like they were talking to these farmers picking up this you know these uh bales of feed for the sheep and stuff like these farmers are gathered to pick it pick up this fucking big shipment container load and like they got talking to a few farmers and one guy was talking about how he lost a, a third of his like you hear like oh he's lost so much livestock because of the winter yeah this guy had lost like about a third of his livestock and like he were crying yeah like, you were saying like this it's losing 10 15 like well not no sorry it was a third of his livestock and he said like it's worth lo- it's losing about 20 30,000 pounds yeah, he says like my retirement hopes are gone, and he was like in his late fifties. This Fuck. guy, and like he was dead upset and stuff. And Shit. a few of them, like the younger ones, they were like, "Yeah, that's sort of knackered." Any this, they're so vulnerable to the weather, which yeah. you, you know we always whinge about the weather, but they have much more reason to whinge about it. They don't get paid much, and we'd be fucked without them. Yeah, all our food would be coming from it'd be horses in fucking yeah Bulgaria or whatever. You know. It, Proper quality food is what you can get locally, and I don't know. Props to farmers are watching this thing, and it just made me think. God, we don't really. There's never a, a mention of thanks to our farmers for what they do, like because well, it's so much fucking work they have to do. Yeah, such strict timetables. 
and they get screwed over by the weather and plagues and cow disease and you know if they all oh, cow disease or having slaughter all these cows like that's just a bunch of people who've had to graft their asses off their entire lives losing yeah fucking fortunes yeah like people have been truly fu- I mean I know the cows got killed but you know the people who were running that got fucked like properly fucked and this they continue to get fucked every time we have a bad winter well done farmers well done farmers keep it keep up the good work yeah this is why I love Al Jazeera they'll like spend a long time focusing on a you know a, a, something like that which is broad but I was reading something about farmers on Mars the other day but Farm- I, might, I might save it for the next one Farmers on Mars. I might save it for the See, next See, I've, I've, I've kept a few things for the next one. Oh, yeah. Right, the 111 services have been coming under fire a little bit. Yeah, I met Chud works for 111. Yeah, the 111 services have, have come under fire, right, because basically someone died, and when someone dies, when there's a new service, yeah, it always gets brought to the front. Um, and I can't understand how it happened, because do you know what happened? No, go on. Like, basically, there was a man with a heart condition. Yeah. Um, and his wife rang 111 because it wasn't an emergency we need an ambulance right now it was he's in a lot of pain what should we do yeah that sort of thing and they're on the phone for over an hour and the guy ended up dying yeah and she was on the phone for an hour sort of getting bounced around and not getting straight answers and yeah. you know just dollied about because it's a brand new service Everyone, every, all, the, all the staff are probably on the job training yeah and you know and, and it's people's health's on the line the main criticism of it is that it's been launched before it was ready yeah which sounds about right, to be honest, like, because it is on-the-job training. Quality of outsourcing as well is, is pretty shaky. Yeah. No, exactly. I've yeah. got personal experience of, like, and it can be really dodgy. You know, it's all about, you got this amount of money, do what you can with this amount of money. Yeah. And then, you know, the corners get cut. Yeah. Well, like I say, I, I don't understand how a woman stayed on the phone for an hour. Yeah. Get off and down 999. I would, mate. Yeah, I would, mate. That's told, told me some like pretty like weird stories about people who are ringing in. Yeah. And it's just like, why, why have you rung 111? <laughs> this is clearly an emergency. Like, yeah. 111 should be a, a comprehensive is... director inquiries for the emergency services. No, there's a new one for the police. I can't remember what it is. I had to ring it at work the other day. There is a new three-digit number for non-emergency police calls. Is there? Yeah, it's shaky as fuck, man. I needed to phone. I needed to get through to someone. It wasn't an emergency. I was on the phone for about half an hour before I got yeah. through to this local police station. Fucking up. Well, yeah. that, that, that's uh, if you want to get something that can filter all the emergency services time cloggers. I think it might be one or one or something like but that. that. That's what I think one 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 should be. Yeah, you can't have untrained people giving medical advice people be ringing with medical you know th- these are ma- like not quite emergencies but we need yeah. you know emergency assistance it's just so the- you can't have untrained people instead why not have them as de- like they can ring up my car's been nicked I'm, i live in such an area right one second you're going through yeah you know you've put it's a director inquiries but for the emer- like for police ambulance and fire brigade so then you know, they if weren't. you've got a, like, if, so then, you know, and then you can have a big broadcast out there telling people if, you know, you want to report a crime that's happened or anything like that, 111 and they will put you through to whoever you need to speak to. Yeah. Instead of having separate number for this, separate number for, the, even if they're three digit numbers, you just know you're in 111, they'll put you through. Yeah. I've that, got that, s- that's what I thought 111 would have been, which I think would have been better than what it is it's now. It's a replacement of NHS Direct, isn't it? Um, which I was, I've had to use NHS Direct before and I was never a fan of it. And it seems as though they've just taken nurses from 
going through this algorithm and asking these questions that decides whether you need an ambulance or not, or yeah. you know, a computer will tell you what it is that you need to tell them to people who aren't nurses doing the same thing. Yeah. Which, you know, where having phoned NHS Direct, I can see why they would want to cut that cost. Yeah. Because it's like if you've got a nurse and all they're doing is going through this, like these specific questions that are decided by a computer and it's in an algorithm on a computer, why do you need a nurse to do that? Yeah. But then. I don't know, it doesn't seem to be going too well, this, this 111, does it? Yeah, I think but it's if you've about... got an untrained Joey and someone who's sort of high on emotion at the other end of the phone, yeah, I think, you know, they, they, yeah. they can get frustrated because whoever's ringing is, you know, they're, they're a bit, they're not a, a 2 out of 10, they're at more of a 6 out of 10, aren't they? I think the problem with it is almost certainly going to be that they're not pay, paying as much to do it. Yeah. So it's going to lead to corners getting cut and lack of quality of service and people just trying to make do with less money and yeah. less stuff. Well, I just thought if it was a director of inquiries for, for for the whole emergency service system, yeah, that would be miles better. Because if someone needs medical attention, then you can have an ambulance. Like you can sort of forward set an ambulance to come out. I don't know. Like it just seemed like something pissed me off the other day. They, like, they, they hadn't quite decided what it was going to be before they launched it. Something pissed me off the other day that along these lines. Um, so I just take my shoes off. Uh, I read like somebody, one of the conservatives, um, arguing that the fire service needs reformed and that they could save like two hundred million if they combined it with the rescue service or something like that. Right. Um, and it just pissed me off. It's like, oh, hold on, it's an emergency service. Yeah, Calm I, down. Yeah. Because, <laughs> it, like, I think, I can't remember who it was, but someone tweeted linking it to, um, the, you know, the Philpots, the house burning down. Yeah, It's like yeah. the Conservative Party. How can, can you fucking... The Conservative Party can um, blame the, like, this house burning down on the benefit system and then argue that we should cut the cost of fire service. <laughs> it's like, seriously, just subhuman scum. Iron Man 3 the other day. Oh yeah, I've got something about Iron Man 3. Sucks monkey balls. Does it? Yeah. Well, yeah, is it shit then? Yeah. I, do, I started watching number one and I thought I was going to like it, even though I'm not into like blockbuster films because I, I thought Robert Downey Jr. was like really good. Mm. I didn't even like Iron Man 1. I didn't bother with Iron Man 2. It's not my kind of film. No, I, 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 Iron Man 1 was... About as good as I thought. I mm. thought it was probably going to be maybe a 6 or 7 out of 10. And I'd probably call it a 6 or 7 out of 10. Not shit, but, you know. Yeah. Iron Man 2, about the same. Iron Man 3, like a 4. Mm. If that. It, it's just the, it's the same thing. There's a bit where he gets sort of knocked away and he's miles away and he has to sort of manage on his own without his suit for a bit. Yeah. That's happened in every Iron Man film, <laughs> mate. It's like, you don't mind if I spoil it, do you? No, at all. Iron Man 3 spoilers, I, but it's shit, no so I'm, it's shit, it. so I'm saving you money by telling you what happens. No, like, right, the Mandarin, who, right, he's Iron Man's nemesis. Do you know, like, Spider-Man's got the Green Goblin, mm. Captain America's got the Red Skull, Thor's mm. got Loki. Iron Man's is the Mandarin. And the guy who plays the Mandarin in the film looks a lot like the Mandarin. Ben Kingsley. Yeah. And you yeah. think, great, you know, fucking wonderful. And like, the twist in it, 
is that he's actually an actor playing the Mandarin. All oh, right. Like for you know, he's a sort of puppet for this other guy. Yeah. And it's really annoying that because this guy is the, meant to be the fucking Mandarin. Yeah. You know that that's Iron Man's nemesis, and then it's like, oh, he doesn't actually exist. It's this other guy who's the bad guy, and you'd almost accept that. Like, because the twist sort of messes with Iron Man's sort of nemesis, and he's, Iron Man's nemesis has only come into it in the third film, and then yeah. he doesn't really exist. It's a it's a twist. Yeah. So you end up feeling like that's a bit of a cop out, but you won't mind so much if the guy who was the main bad guy was more sinister and evil than who the guy the Mandarin was playing, but he's yeah. not. Right. So it's like the bad guy is not as bad as you, the bad guy who you thought was the bad guy. Yeah. So it's like. It sucks. The, and it, it, there's just loads of things in it where you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. That's fucking stupid. Well, hang on, if he could do that now, why didn't he do that then? Yeah. Like, loads of them bits. There's The news that I read about Iron Man 3 is um, they added a bit in for China. Um, there's like five minutes of extra footage for the Chinese release of the film. Yeah. Where there's just some, well, there's just some Chinese actors in it. <laughs> really? Yeah, like really shameless pandering. Apparently, it's not gone down well in China at all because they can see they've seen right through what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just a bit where there's like some Chinese doctors and Iron Man has a conversation with some Chinese dude, um, and like they're saying like really yeah, and they're saying like um, the Mandarin's played by an Englishman because they didn't want to offend the Chinese audience because it's such a big audience. Yeah. It's fine to offend the fucking English by always having them be the villains. <laughs> We're used to it. Yeah, yeah, we like it. We This is the best role, best role yeah. often. So, yeah, it's pretty weird that they've, they've just, like, shot five minutes at them. They could have really left it in for the yeah. English release. It must have been really shameless for them to just put it in for the Chinese audience. It's like they'll have an... Like, they'll change that five minutes with a bit where he's in India for five minutes for yeah. the Indian market, and then... Like, Why not, yeah? You just go around the world filming extra Why scenes. does it end? <laughs> um, what other film news you get? More more film news. Um, there's a rumour that Christopher Nolan's going to do the next James Bond film. All right. You know, the guy who did Batman and Inception and yeah. all that stuff. There's a rumour that he's going to do the next James Bond. Cool. Have they ever had a James Bond film that's been done by, like, a big-name director? Because Christopher Nolan's a huge director. His name sells films now. People, you can say a Christopher Nolan film and it'll be a blockbuster because yeah. people go and watch Christopher Nolan films. Yeah. Has there ever been a James Bond that's had a director like that? It's more the Bond name itself. Yeah, yeah. The, it, it's it? the Bond name. You never know who... Di- I'm just thinking who did direct the last... It was somebody like... Who directed Casino Royale? It was someone. I can't remember. It was who. someone. No, I remember yeah. Casino Royale having a, a big name director to it. But not as big as like Christopher Nolan, not like getting the hot no, director. No, not because I remember that name. Yeah, bad film news. The last bit of film news that I've got. Yeah, go on. They're apparently making a remake of Gremlins. Oh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> but um, I've got a list here. I googled it earlier because um, I was curious. Other remakes that are getting made in the near future. Yeah. And I, I don't think I'd be aware that most of these are getting remakes. I'll start with. I think what might be the worst one, but there's some really bad ones here. Right. By the time I'd finished looking at these, I was fuming. <laughs> right. Remakes piss me off, man. Where's the imagination? Like, where's the new ideas? I don't know. What's the opposite of a drum roll? Like, building up to something that is going to be shit, and you don't... Oh, it's just a groan. A groan roll. It's sort of a... I'll groan before I tell you this one, yeah, just to on. preempt it. Uh, Commando. 
Uh, Why? Uh, apparently, the rumour is it's going to star Sam Worthington. Who's that? I think he was in like the was he in the Conan remake? And oh, not that Clash guy. of the Titans. Not and... that guy. I was going to say, I hope it's not that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are they making that guy like the new Ernie? It's like the trying. He's like John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the the the, 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 yeah. the bigging him up and giving him all the front roles in these sort of Ernie esque films. The sort of modern day Ernie films. Yeah. And he's not a modern day Ernie. The, he, he he sucks, but Ernie's awesome. Yeah. Like Ernie sucks as an actor. Yeah. But he's awesome. He's Ernie. But he's this got, guy isn't that at all. I, like they're trying too hard with this. It's going to be fucking awful. That Ernie's doing films again. Mac Commando too. Yeah. Mac I've Commando got I've too. got no problem with like these you know big budget films. Make as it long like as it's it. not something that's going to be ruined by a sequel. I don't mind doing a sequel rather than a remake because at yeah. least it's something sort of original. If, isn't if it? you get a sequel, you got like Commando Two. Yeah, like no, it's personal. Like it's, they, so they kidnap Jenny. 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 Like they kidnap Jenny again. Jenny. They, they could have them kidnap Jenny again. Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> they could have him kidnap her again. Like, just someone kid- <laughs> could someone kidnap Jenny again. We wouldn't care. Yeah. As long as Ernie gets to kill, like, 50,000 people. <laughs> Who gives a shit? It's just, well, not this fucking douchebag. It's just going to be all, like, fucking CGI and stuff, isn't it? Which yeah. is the opposite of what the original Commando was. The original Commando was just really, like, low budget, straightforward, yeah. punching, shooting yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, I want to watch Commando now. <laughs> Commando's fucking awesome. Um, never ending story. Really? Yeah. Uh, cliffhanger. Cliffhanger? Yeah. Police Academy. Who's asking for that? It was shit I mean, to begin with. It was shit, police. <laughs> then again, as a kid, you like it though. I yeah, I think. Yeah, I can it, remember it, liking it's the a guy. Kid's who, film. It's, I like it's, the guy who made funny noises with his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always enjoy. Like, because there's certain films that you find funny as a kid that you find funnier as an adult. Yeah, like Adam's Family. Yeah, I, I saw a police. Well, I didn't watch the entire thing at all, but I put a police academy film on recently, and fucking hell. It, yeah. How did that get to seven films? Yeah, yeah it's cringeworthy. <laughs> Honestly, it's it, so bad. Like, like, cause you get police academy, then you get like naked gun. Yeah, which stands the test of time. Yeah, yeah, like totally, you can yeah. grow up and still love that film. Yeah, you find new things in that film that you love. I do it with Adam's Family. I watched Adam's Family. I think it was two the other day, or the other week, sorry. And I was just pissing my sides. Yeah, like properly, properly pissing my sides. Right, the the bit where he's in the police station, and he's he's like, in fact, right, cue the same bite. I demand justice. Someone has married my brother. No. She took him to Hawaii. Get out of here. They have moved into a large, expensive home where they make love constantly. I hate when that happens. Arrest her at once without delay. Who? Debbie, my brother's wife, the temptress of Waikiki. Who are you? What are you? Who moved the rock? Officer, you must issue a subpoena. I believe they own... Gomez, no. A Buick! Just leave. Leave quietly. Leave now. Don't make me call Ringling Brothers. Has the planet gone mad? My brother, passion's hostage. I seek justice. Denied. I shall not submit. I shall conquer. I shall rise. My name is Gomez Adams, and I have seen evil. Whoa. I have seen horror. 
I have seen the unholy maggots which feast in the dark recesses of the human soul. There it can. I have seen all this, officer. But until today, I had never seen you. Fucking awesome. But yeah, um, Voice Academy doesn't do that like you can't watch that back now and find it entertaining as, shocking. A, as an adult it is absolutely shocking like it, it makes you like it just makes you think how did this get seven films yeah. what's wrong with humanity <laughs> then again long before time got like fucking 13 or yeah. whatever how long till they remake that right uh flight of the navigator the remake of flight of the navigator yeah. um uh akira they're apparently making a live action akira now that i'm a bit more i've heard that's gonna have a massive budget and i yeah. don't understand why actually because it doesn't I don't think it requires it. Well, I had Leonardo DiCaprio was attached to it, but the article I was reading seemed to be quite old. That'd be an Oscar-winning film for him. That if he wants an Oscar, let him play Tetsuo in that. Um, he could probably do it actually. Starship Troopers. I mean, I made this fucking lords, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, lethal Weapon. Really? Short Circuit. Um, what short circuit? The, yeah, uh, look at yeah. This. this is making me angry. Yeah. I'm not, where's the fucking original idea? Yeah, no. Where, it just seems like it just seems like all anybody is making is remakes. They've yeah. just got no ideas left. Like, where are the new film ideas? The new creative stuff? Um, where are the fucking people who have these ideas? There's a couple here that I've got a bit more hope for. Though. One of them, like I was talking to. Um, no, like a, Akira, that could be really good. Um, it. The making a film of it. Yeah. Now, as a kid, the TV show of it scared the shit out of me. But watching it back as an adult, it's a TV movie. And it is still, like, the clown is scary and stuff, but the bit at the end where there's a spider is yeah. really a big letdown and a shit ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think that a remake could potentially actually be better yeah. than that TV movie. Because it's never been a film before. It's only ever been this TV like the short TV series. I'll complain about movie remakes, but probably horror remakes are a good idea. Just because of new horrors are shit. Yeah. New horrors don't. Like, I want to be scared when I watch a horror. Have you seen and Cabin I'm... in the Woods? Which one's that now? Um, they've got to a Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> and it, it's re- you'd know if you'd seen it. The ending is amazing. I don't think so. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. You've got to see that film, actually. It's like, yeah. it's so good. But like, I'd take Cabin in the Woods over the Evil Dead remake any day. I'm, I'm refusing to watch the Evil Dead remake because yeah. I love the original so much. It's just why Does it have the same it? guy in it? Not as far as I know. Which, just make a fucking sequel. Yeah. Um, another one that, well, it's not actually a remake, but they're apparently making a sequel to Bill and Ted. Yeah, I've heard that as well. I've, I'm, I'm intrigued by it's that. It's starring the same guys, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Keanu Reeves has been like really wanting to do it for ages, but is he just won't do it until the script's good enough. Yeah. And he said in a few interviews, we've got a really good script now, and I'm really looking forward to doing it. It'll be very uninterested, though, because Keanu Reeves is famously wooden. Yeah. <laughs> like, so watching him play in Bill and Ted, sort of like Beavis and Butthead, isn't yeah. it? Really, that's what Bill and Ted is. It's yeah, Beavis yeah. and Butthead. It, but, it's no George Carlin, though. That'll be a letdown. Yeah, yeah. George Carlin. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be lacking. Yeah, 
Shit. Have you seen the fear in all those little hunksters? They realize that when I get Andre the Giant cinched up in the launch position, when I slam him through the Trump Plaza, brother, from New York down to Tampa, Florida, the fault line is going to break off. And as Andre the Giant falls into the ocean, as my next two opponents fall to the ocean floor and I pin them, so will Donald Trump and all the Hulkamaniacs. But as Donald Trump hangs onto the top of the Trump Plaza with his family under his other arm, as they sink to the bottom of the sea, thank God Donald Trump's a Hulkamaniac. He'll know enough to let go of his materialistic possessions, hang on to the wife and kids, dog paddle with his life all the way to safety. But Donald, if something happens, you run out of gas, and all those little Hulkamaniacs run out of gas, just hang on to the largest back in the world, and I'll dog paddle us, backstroke all of us to safety. Yeah, I got, I got another small bit of news, actually. Uh, Sainsbury's, and I think a couple of other supermarkets have been in a bit of hot water over the water. Right. Right? Because, you know, most supermarkets will sell, like, a two-litre bottle of water, and it's just called... Like basics water. Table water, I've seen. Table water. What the fuck is table water? Well, no, water? Sainsbury's is called table water, as does is just smart price water. You know, it's like 18p for yeah. a two litre bottle. Well, Sainsbury's got in a lot of trouble because they called it table water and it's just fucking tap water. Yeah. Um, and so Sainsbury's had this whole issue. And now I took a picture of a bottle of it in Sainsbury's. It's right. called, like, it's title and subtitle uh, table water. Definitely not tap water. <laughs> you are kidding. I swear to God, I got, I got a picture of it. Oh, it's... I saw a funny sign in Sainsbury's once. Well, you're getting it. There you go. Table water. Definitely not tap water. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it actually says on the label. Amazing. I, I thought, fuck you. It's like 18p. I wouldn't even care if it was tap water. <laughs> 18p. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I expect it. And to be if I'm spending 18p for a lit- for two litres of water I'm not a- buying it for fucking minerals or anything that doesn't come from the tap tap water's fine I'm buying it for convenience yeah. if it says basics tap water yeah that, fine, fine I'd, I'd, pay, I'd pay 18p for yeah. two litres of tap water <laughs> you know if I'm out at work and I, you know whatever yeah it's convenience isn't it yeah no exactly you can just go get a two litre bottle of water I once saw a funny sign at Sainsbury's um, you know I like they, they put up the um Labels like recommending what wine to go with what food and stuff like that, like a yeah. description of the wine. There was one next to uh, four packs of Budweiser. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. There was one next to four packs of Budweiser, like describing it as um, like um, a crisp lager and stuff like that. <laughs> Going into it like it was a wine. And then it just said, uh, goes well with uh, takeaway fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of chocolate on your biscuits. Join our club. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuits, join our club. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuits, join our. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuits, join our. Welcome to Club Quite Guys. Club Quite Guys. Right, there's more business than usual because normally we're instantly sort of right. Okay, what about you know what's been going on in the club then? Yeah. Um, but there's a few. There's quite a few things. One, actually, this could have been in news actually. But um, do you know? Have you seen the Disney Pixar thing Brave? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I heard about this. I know what you're going. Yeah. 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 The the girl in Brave. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Brave. It's good. Have you? Have no, you I've seen not it? seen it. It's good. It's really good. If you, yeah, if you search Pixar, stuff, Pixar, Pixar stuff is generally often very good. They do some crap, but if you're saying it's a good one, I believe you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is a really good one. Um, but yeah, Disney have been in a bit of shit for that because they've branded that girl as a princess. Yeah. And they've dressed her all up princessy and, you know, they're marketing it to girls that yeah. she's a princess. Basically, they've got like this separate sort of thing of Disney princesses where all like Belle off. Um, Beauty and the Beast and you know Cinderella like, and all yeah, that little shit, mermaid, yeah. stuff like that they're all branded as princesses on this like I don't know if it's a cartoon or a toy line or what yeah I think it's a toy line and yeah they've, they've well, taken it, it, that, it's a commercial line be it toys or whatever yeah. else like it's part of that network they've taken that character out of the film Brave and redrawn her and now she looks sort of sexualised really doesn't she yeah she's, she's girlified because yeah. the thing is that character She's a proper tom- she's a ginger Scottish tomboy. Yeah. Well, like, doesn't conform to sort of princessy ways. And yeah. by the end of the film, her parents accept that she's not that way. And, you the know. creator of that character, and I think it, she was also the writer of the film, has come out just condemning yeah. Disney. For yeah, doing that, that, that's what I heard. Yeah. She said like, um, I created this character to be a positive role model for little girls. Yeah. Um, and to not be sort of trying to impress people by being this particular kind of sexy yeah, but to be a real girl who people who kids could look up to well I, I, it was on the uh, BBC Radio 4 um, like it had the right like the person's comments on yeah. like they're reading out the comments saying like it goes it, it goes entirely against what I, what I created this character to be yeah and then they had like BBC they sort of they do have an opinion BBC but I feel like they got on the right side of it yeah because they had these um, yeah, comments from these little girls, like six-year-old girl, a ten-year-old girl, and they were saying, the little girls were saying in really cute little ways how they didn't like it. Yeah, they, they don't like it. They like this girl because she didn't like to dress all pretty like a princess, and yeah. she wore dirty clothes. And these little girls were just with these cop, like you know, the BBC were really focusing on that side of it. But it's just Disney wanting cash in. They can cash in by, you know. The marketing PR people or marketing people, money people are saying, great, Brave's made a lot of money, let's make more money from her, we'll put her into this line. It's Not so realising that the reason it's done well is because, like, you know, it's been so popular, Brave, is that it, the, it, she's not a princess. Yeah. That's why, that's her appeal. But it's selling um, an unhealthy body image to little girls. Fucking Disney been doing that for donkey's years. Yeah. Ariel in Little Mermaid, she was 16 and... She, getting pecked to get married <laughs> you know like that's that's just the culture young girls have man yeah it fucking winds me up enough look at look Can't at have changed look at the idol like who young girls have as role models it's fucking shit yeah Jordans and you you know getting married every fucking six months and you they've got them as role models like if they've got parents who are failing oh well, <laughs> all this toey shit again they've got them as role models if they've got parents who are failing I know but that's it it's fucking well no because a lot of like if, if you had a kid would you want control over who their role models are or would you want to because most people just sort of as you tell it go nuts well yeah you would you well, would want to be engaged in what they were watching on TV and if they were watching something like that you'd be like why are you watching this mm. is it because these people are idiots and you find it funny or are you looking up to these dickheads because that's not a good thing to do <laughs> I know it's, it's alright it's alright to laugh at these people because you think they're stupid just don't aspire to be them it's bothering though 
Because normally up until the age of about 12, your role models are cartoon characters for the most. Yeah. And now it's all your toe shit and your Jordans and your, you know. Toe is intended for an older age. Well, you know what I mean? Just that culture is what influences people now. It fucking pisses me off. Not everyone. And it does depend on his parenting. Maybe, I, wor- parenting. maybe I worry too much about it. but it's down to parenting. Bad parents are breeding faster than good parents are. Mm. And that's something to consider when, you know, if we have kids when they go to school, I reckon they'll be outnumbered by douchebags. Because, yeah. you know, part of the modern age, we're letting, like, bad people... Like, but there was a time in the caveman times when only the sort of sharp of mind and of wit and of body survived. Now we're in a time, exponential again, we're in a time now where anybody can breed. Mm. Anybody can breed. And I reckon it's a bad thing. In a way, I'm not. You know, I'm not saying Agreed. you're going a little bit. Um, Maybe I'm too conservative on this. <laughs> you get into what? Any time you start talking about who can and can't breed, you yeah. are getting into sort of eugenics and um, you know the the absolute conclusion of that line of thought. I'd is, like to, is what Hitler thought. <laughs> I'd, li- I'd like to see an exam for people who want to breed. I'd like to see an exam <laughs> being taken. I know it's a bit of a extreme policy I'm laughing in the hopes that you're joking <laughs> um, I, you should have to take an exam if you want to breed <laughs> no, fuck that I'm telling you man you should just when you see the sort of people that breed like they're breeding more than good people or but our gonna, kids will grow up being the matter? only sane person in a class of 30 like no, the I only sane person I think we're overstating the problem there's a lot of dickheads out there clearly but I, I just wor- I worry too much about it because it's a uh, the generation that comes after us, I worry about them because they're going to be our gener. It'll be our spawn. It'll be I our think, offspring. And like I, I say, I think you're you're overstating the problem, um, and I don't. You can't decide who breeds and who doesn't. You just can't. You just can't. <laughs> it's just, we're not. It's not for us to. I say. just love to castrate a lot of people. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe a third. No, I reckon as much that, as a third of the people in Britain uh, should be castrated. They should. They shouldn't breed. You look at these people and they just should not breed. No, you don't. You look at them though and you don't know them. And you can't, like. They really, shouldn't be breeding. Really great man. people can, can breed from. Like, can, can rise from an, an upbringing that is different considerably from yours. Yeah. And, like, the uh, first glance, somebody you see and think, they're a dick. They shouldn't be allowed to breed. Might have might be instilling really good qualities onto their children. You never know. You shouldn't judge people just based on, you know, <laughs> sight and, and, and decide that they should take an exam just, on Just looking at them and being in a bad mood and thinking, because I'd castrate <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm in a bad mood and just the look of you is pissing me your, off. Your argument is that um, <laughs> anybody, who, anybody who wants to have a kid should have to take an exam. And if they fail, they should no, be no, castrated. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. no exa- right, maybe not an exam, but they should just come talk to me for a few hours. Right, anyone who wants to have a kid, just come talk to me I for a few hours. You know all the talking. I'll gauge you as you're going on. I have let, to let them talk for a few hours, and if at the end of it, I think, you know what? That person shouldn't have kids. No, if, if someone was in this room, say you had a, a stranger in this room and they were talking, and you knew, like sometimes you know within seconds if someone's bonkers. 
if yeah. someone's not quite in their own mind. Sometimes it'll take a bit longer, but if you've talked to someone for a couple of hours and they are fucking, they are not of the real world, and then you, they shouldn't be allowed to bring you, you should then, again. You just... should just get some chloroform, put them out, they quick. <laughs> And while they're out, just constrain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you're doing the human gene pool a favour, though. It, you know, it might be bad and there's a bit of blood to clean up when you're done. But you know what? The human genome will be stronger for it. You, you're doing good, man. Oh, man. No, what they, I mean, you don't really need to castrate them. You can just sort of keep them in, like... Well, I mean, in well, camps, you know, no, I mean, camps. <laughs> no, no, I, see, I don't want to be too extreme and say kill them. I'm just saying, because killing them is the alternative. I mean, if, if I want to be technical, it'll probably save more money killing them. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't want to be all harsh and say let's kill them. Let's just castrate them. It's humane then. If you kill them, it's not really humane, is it? Even though... The benefits outweigh the, the, the costs that, of killing them. I know that you're deliberately exaggerating your argument, but I often get accused of being, like, sort of too liberal, which I don't think I am, to be fair. I just think that a lot of the time I'm with people who are saying that certain people shouldn't be allowed to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and then because I'm like, I think that's a bit Nazi, people are like, oh, you're a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's the unspoken <laughs> argument, though. It's the unspeakable argument. The fact that bad people, like, I, I think bad people are breeding faster than good people now. What I would consider of, of the line between good and bad people. I, I don't think, think, I don't I, think I'm worried a, that the, the ratio of breeding is, is running on the bad side. I don't Do think you, there's a clear line between good and bad. I don't think, you know, good and evil exists. I don't believe in that you sort of... You clearly thing. never watched He-Man as a kid. Because <laughs> you were either with He-Man or you were with Skeletor. Speaking of He-Man, um, I got together with our sponsor, Harshal Patel of Garswood Post Office last oh, yeah. week. Um, and we watched some, some films. Um, we went and ate shitloads of food at, at this cafe. And then we were both just monged because we ate so much food. <laughs> um, and we decided to get together and watch some films. We watched Mighty Ducks 2. Oh, you said about yeah, yeah, yeah. And we watched the uh, Masters of the Universe film. <laughs> yeah, imagine is weird. <laughs> yeah, it goes a bit on that safe back thing. But imagine in Mighty Ducks two if they lost at the end. I was saying that all <laughs> the way through, man. <laughs> like, imagine if that was the climax <laughs> of the film. They lost. <laughs> yeah. What a downer that'd be. And again, it's cool film, Mighty Ducks. Does it does that stand the test of time? I've not seen it since I was a kid. It's a kids' film, and we were just watching it because we weren't really with it and we we're eating too much. Yeah. But yeah, it's fine. Yeah, cool. Yeah, fine. I was just worried that would be shit when you watch it back. If you'd never seen it before and you weren't aware of it as a kid, you probably wouldn't want to watch it now. But as nostalgia, it'll find. Yeah, yeah. The Master of the Universe film's fucking weird, though. Yeah. It's random. Like, I I remember that being cheap and shit when I was a kid. It was weird. Well, I would Wikipedia in it and Internet Movie Database in it while we were watching it. Yeah. And they're like, they go from um, Eternia or wherever he man set. Yeah. To Earth. And I was like looking at it. Like, the film set on a. Um, and I was looking at it on Internet Movie Database, and on the trivia it says that the reason for that is because originally the script was set in He-Man land, but they didn't have the money. So they were just like, you know what, let's add this bit in where they come to Earth, and then we won't have to build any sets. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we just cost cutting. Um, 
Is that the first um, broadcast fart that we've had on Quite Gas? I think it is. We've had a few pretty decent burps. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit gassy today. I apologise for farting, by the way. Last week we did Top 5 Chris, just quickly. Yeah. And Fucking hell. I know, yeah, and we got a lot of... Com- like, people really... We have you fuckers really like crisps. <laughs> yeah, well, oh God, you asked the question about crisps and we had, like, fucking... How many people commented? Like, yeah, different lots, people. Yeah. Fucking loads of, like... It's just everybody, like, people I didn't even know. It, hang on, for the sake of potential sponsors, it was about four or five billion. At least four or five billion. Four so, I mean, to be fair, there's a couple of billion people left Yeah, in the exactly. World. You know, we need to maybe target, say, like, say, China and India more, but other well, than that, we've got everyone else in the world. Just, like, um... Just going from scrolling through it. Yeah. I would say that the winner was Frazzles. Yeah, I noticed a few votes for Frazzles. There was quite a lot of votes yeah, for Frazzles, yeah. wasn't there? I yeah, was surprised that they were quite as popular as they were. Yeah. I think, um, well, we mentioned... Oh, no. Did we mention Frazzles? Yeah, you said Frazzles. Yeah, 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 yeah. so... Well, I mentioned, like, the bacon... Yeah. You know, Frazzly crisps. I'll, I'll accept Frazzles. I, I'm going to go with uh, Stu from Words of Crumb. Mm. Shout out again. Words of Crom. Words of Crom. And uh, so, they, I think they came up with the, the question. Um, what was it? Uh, ham and mustard brannigans. Yeah. That, that's right, isn't it? Ham I and think mustard so, brannigans. Yeah. Um, and T-bone steak flavour roasters. Yeah, yeah. Like, they came up with them two, and that, that to me, is the battle. Yeah. Which Which of those two is the best? Crisp. You know what? For, ne- for the next podcast we do, we should get both of them. Yeah. Yeah, okay then, yeah. Because we're eating the, the favourite crisp. Uh, biscuit right now. Yeah, chocolate the chocolate hobnobs. The official quite guys biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> um, because McVitie's chocolate hobnobs are some of the, <laughs> are the best biscuits Wait, in the have world. You, have you used your stamp yet? Uh, no. I, oh. I, I was going to send it to Nestle. Yeah. But so well, you, fucked that. You, you fucked that. <laughs> so now, because going off what you've done, we've already said McVitie's hot chocolate hobnobs, which we are eating right now, the knobbly oaty biscuits... If we, both get, if we both get something back, Fuck we should hell. go off the price that it would cost if we had to buy that thing. You know what? Each biscuit I know. is... Don't do, don't read the calories when you're eating them. Don't <laughs> don't read the intake. Oh, God, look at... Yep. My God. That's why I've not had any. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm reading the, like, um, the calories, sugar, fat, saturates, and salt uh, statistics for chocolate hobnobs. It makes for grim reading. Yeah. <laughs> really grim reading. Have you ever have you seen that new Coca-Cola advert where they're like, um, each can of Coca-Cola is only 139 calories. It was like talking like that. Yeah. I think that the slogan of it is um, 139 happy calories. So I bought it, like, it won me over and I got a can of Coke the other day even though I'm on this diet. I drank it. I was like, yeah, I can ha- I've can. got 139 calories, that's fine. Um, and then I looked at the like nutritional information on it and it is one can of Coca-Cola is fifty percent of your daily allowance of sugar. I was going to say, fucking, it's sugars, fucking yeah. ridiculous, <laughs> crazy. Thank you very much for listening to Quite Guys episode twelve. Damn right. Um, we'll see well, you again next week, which yeah. we're going to do in a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you've got to wait for a week. We're going yeah. to keep you hanging on to the edge of your seat. Uh, comment, rate, subscribe, because that's the only way other people will be able to listen. Sure. Sure. Conform. <laughs> Bye. Bye bye. Hey, wait, Ken, wait a minute. What's this all about? He's alive! The doc's alive! He's in the old west, but he's alive! Never did! You all right? You need help? There's only one man who can help me. <laughs>